336 Daily, Baltimore Sports Talk, every morning. All right, guys, good morning. It is Wednesday, July 24th, and this is when uh, 336 Daily, this whole experiment thing, gets a little tough. Because it's a West Coast trip, which even with the early start, it means last night the Orioles and Diamondback game didn't start until 9.40 at night. Uh, so it's tough for me to stay up. I'm sure it's tough for you to stay up on a weekday. Once the weekend comes and we're out in California, I'll be good. I'll stay up late and watch those games because there's no need to get up for work the next morning. But it's going to be tough with the Arizona series. At least, at least on Wednesday... We have a 1240 game today, so that'll be okay. I think it's 1240. I'll double check that for you right now. But anyway, we'll talk about last night's game a little later in the show. 340, 1240 is the time there. No, yes. 1240 is the start time, which means today's game, John Means is pitching, and that will be at 340 p.m. today. Much better for me. I don't know how it works for you, but... 340, I can shift around my work schedule to be in front of a TV or an iPad or something by 340. But anyway, last night, Dylan Bundy pitched. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I wanted to just talk a little bit about the fact that we're playing in Arizona and the pitchers now have to bat. I don't know how you feel about that. I hate it. I think it's time. When I think about it, I love the nostalgia of pitchers hidden. I love the fact that that's how baseball has always been. But we need to get it set where both leagues play with one rule. And I don't care which one it is. I'd rather it be pitchers hitting on both sides. But there's no way you're ever going to get that across the players' union. Because a DH means another play slot. It means a chance for people to play until a lot further in their career. You would never see a guy like David Ortiz if there was no DH slot. So I'm all for that, and I understand that. So it's time to bring the DH to the National League. It's not fair that when the Orioles go play a National League team, that the American League team is at a disadvantage either way. If you're playing in a National League park, the American League's at a disadvantage because uh, you have to have your pitcher bat. If you're playing in an American League park, it's not really a disadvantage, but the National League gets to throw a DH in there. So they don't have to have their batter. So it helps them out, too. Let's just make it DH across the board, especially now since they arranged this 15 teams in the American, 15 in the National. And the whole reason they're doing this is so that they can have every single day there's an interleague play. I get it when interleague was cool and rare and you would play like one series a year or whatever. But now that you're accepting that interleague is... Just here, there's, there's, it's time to make some changes. I know we've talked about the rule changes. I like all the rule changes. The NFL changes rules every single year. It's time for baseball to reevaluate rules and stuff every year. And here's what they got to do. Get rid of the American and National League. You're never going to get people convinced, all right, the National League now has DH. You're never going to win that battle. But here's what you do. It's time for some... Redivisions, redivisioning. I don't know what the term is. Restructuring of the divisions. It's time to go to more like an NFL, NBA style of divisions where they're region based. 
and maybe small, maybe smaller, maybe the same size. Maybe you split into four, so then you get rid of wild cards and playoffs if you go to four divisions. Um, I guess you got to stay three of five in order to stay with the 15, 15 well, the 15, well, no, because you won't have American and National League. You're just dividing, at that point, you're just dividing up uh, 30 teams. So I don't know how you do it. Um, you could do six divisions of five, which would make sense. Uh, that would still enable wild cards. You could do five divisions of six. Again, that enables wild cards. And, or I don't know, we could go the old school way where there were basically uh, four divisions. I don't know if that's a bad thing either. But either way, you got to mix it up, get us some new divisions. So the Orioles, Red Sox, Yankees, this whole we play the Yankees and Red Sox and Blue Jays and Rays way more than all the other teams. Let's do some schedule balancing and let's just restructure the divisions at the same time because you're going to have to retire the American League and the National League anyway because of uh, the DH rule. I mean, I don't see another way around it. In fact, I'm kind of surprised that we're not having people throw fits about the fact that it's called the American League. It seems like something that should be right around the corner to for our next political argument of people arguing about something that nobody really cares about but wants to argue about. So that's annoying playing in Arizona. If you were on the internet yesterday, there were a couple annoying articles going around. There was one uh, a editorial article, and you know I talked uh, last week about the Sun posting a reader response or a reader opinion or whatever they called it about the Orioles trying to tank on purpose to move. Well, the Sun did it again yesterday with an editorial opinion saying, is Baltimore a baseball town? Stupid argument where people just love to trash the fact that people aren't going to Oriole games. Well, guess what? A new study came out or poll, however they do it, survey. I don't know what it is. Math, it's science, it's smarter people than me, where they came out and said that from last year to this year, the Orioles' attendance is only down 3%. That's no big deal, especially when you're tanking, especially when you're at the very beginning of a rebuild, which is uh, Gary Thorne has called it. It's not a rebuild yet. It's preparing for a rebuild, and the rebuild starts next year. I like that. So that was, a, that was one stupid article for an argument that nobody cares about, but they want to get clicks. And I always thought the sun was above that. Apparently, they are not. We're learning. The other stupid article was over on Camden Chat. And I don't know who wrote this for Camden Chat. I went and looked up the guy's name, and I didn't recognize him. Uh, but, the, but the article is, basically, is Brandon Hyde on the hot seat? I don't even know how you took the time to write this article. Is Brandon? You can't judge a single thing this year on Brandon Hyde being on the hot seat. You can't say, oh, well, the team's losing, so you've got to fire the manager. We knew this team was going to lose no matter who was the manager there. So whatever Brandon Hyde's doing to this team, he's not on the hot seat. And as fans, we don't even know how to judge him because it's not based on wins and losses. As a fan, I love when he goes out there and he's honest and gets irritated and says, like, this is a bunch of crap I'm watching. We can't, we can't play like trash once a week. It's not how professionals play. I like when he goes out with that stuff. So I have no issue with Brandon Hyde. Um. I don't know how you take the time to try to really write an article that way. On the trade front, 
Miguel Givens seems to be the front runner for the Orioles. Rakabako, uh the other day was saying that the Phillies and the Nationals were interested. We've talked on 336. I don't remember if we've talked on here about the fact that how crazy it would be for the Nationals to make a deal with the Nationals. There's no way I can even see it happening with Peter Angelos being in the middle of a massive lawsuit with the Nationals. Uh, ESPN today came out and said the Braves and the Diamondbacks and the Padres are interested in Gibbons. And then Ken Rosenthal said that the Indians and the Dodgers today are interested in Miguel Gibbons. So it's 100%. Miguel Gibbons is getting traded. I mean, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Phillies, Nats, Braves, Diamondbacks, Padres, Indians, and Dodgers all interested. That means he's gone. It's just a matter of time of using these teams against themselves to negotiate for the best deal we can get for Miguel Gibbons. And it'll be interesting to see, is it a bunch of 17-year-olds? Is it guys a little higher up? Is it guys in the Gulf Coast League? Is it guys in single A, double A? It's going to be very interesting to see what we get for Givens because it will be more than we got for Kashner. All right, so the Orioles played last night. It was Dylan Bundy's bounce back game. And let's talk a little bit about that after the break. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's now the home for Section 336, 336 Daily, and Film Study with Ken McCusick. Because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you want in one place. You can record and edit on the website or the app. If you don't know what you're doing with audio, no problem. And they take care of the distribution. They get you onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Spotify, all that stuff. And again, they'll help you monetize it with little ads like this. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. All right, let's talk about last night's game because it was a 9.40 p.m. start, so you probably didn't stay up for the whole game. You need a little recap this morning so you know what to talk about in the water cooler, as people say, though. It's been a long time since I've been at an office with a water cooler. Maybe the break room? Would that be a better analogy? But Dylan Bundy pitched last night, and we all know that Dylan Bundy sucked his last out, and it's why he got sent to the IL. And uh, so this is his first game back. Though it was a short stint on the IL, I don't know if he even missed the start. I'm sure he missed one start to go to the IL. Anyway, he came out, pitched very well. Six innings, gave up four hits, two runs. And that's all that, uh, that was good enough to win the game. The win final total was seven to two. Uh, Blair came in and only gave up a hit over one inning. Armstrong came in and pitched great. He gave, he gave up no runs, no hits, nothing over two innings, got two strikeouts. So that was great to see from him. Uh, I was surprised in a dominant game like that. You didn't see Givens when you're trying to show him off and trade him, but maybe you think you've shown him off enough that you just want to show him off in high-pressure situations at this point because that would be what contending teams would want him for, would be higher-pressure, uh, end-of-the-game type situations. Uh, Nunez got number 24 last night, another home run. Santander is just on fire. He got two hits yesterday, one of them being a home run. And Dwight Smith Jr. also got two hits, one of them being a home run. Dwight Smith Jr. is a weird guy. I cannot figure him out. I keep thinking we're kind of done with him, and then he gets strings a couple hits together. Uh, Davis had another 0 for night. 
with four strikeouts. That's just embarrassing and frustrating when it looked like he was starting to string something together. But four strikeouts out of four at-bats is just unacceptable. And I don't know I don't know how you fix the strikeout problem with Davis. And I, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they go into basically year three of him being horrible next year. And uh, Richie Martin didn't get a plate appearance. So we can't tell whether or not he's continuing his uh, hot streak from the weekend. So that's basically it. Seven to two uh, over the Diamondbacks. With Bundy pitching well. That's what you got to know. Tonight's game is actually a day game. It's 1240 in Arizona, which means it's going to be 340 here on the East Coast. So you can get ready for that. Um, who is pitching? I'm blanking on who's pitching. Let me look it up real quick. John Means, of course, our best pitcher. How can I blank on that? So let's see what he does. He pitched outstanding with that uh, curveball or slider, whatever it was, had just great movement last time. So let's see how he does today at 340 against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it's cool because it's a 340 game, which means if you're in the city of Baltimore, pay attention. Because you know what you'll do if you walk around the town? You'll hear the baseball game on radios. You'll, hear, you'll see people paying attention to the game. Because no matter what the Baltimore Sun wants to write, Baltimore will always be a baseball town. You know what? One more quick note. Do yourself a favor today and hop on the internet and look up on Twitter or Google and look up the Nats playing Baby Shark as in an at-bat. Way cooler than any bubble cam or roller coaster cam or things that we've seen at Oriole Park. Take a look at that. Have a great day.